Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Snap Out of It Radio Network. Hear all our great shows across the world. Join our community at snapoutofitradionetwork.com. So wake up, stand up, and snap out of it. Empowered Love with author, self-mastery coach, and relationship expert, Melanie Tanya Evans. Take back your power, heal your soul, and set yourself free. Free through Empowered Love. And now your host of Empowered Love, Melanie Tanya Evans. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another Empowered Love show. And welcome to everybody in the US, the UK, around Europe and New Zealand and of course my fellow Australians. And this show is really cool because this is really a follow-on from my newsletter last week and the discussions about boundaries. And last week uh, in my newsletter, I did a lot of information about the common boundary problems that women have And these issues I'm very, very passionate about because as a woman, there are a lot of the problems that I've had in my previous life until I became empowered. And they're common occurrences that I'm dealing with women on a daily basis, uh, which is low boundary function and really, you know, suffering painful results as a result of that. And in regard to that push and my passion about that, At the moment, I do have a competition on Facebook, which is about the post that I did on that last newsletter for people to read it if it really does passionately resonate with you. We all know people and possibly ourselves that can benefit from learning about empowered boundaries. So I'm really encouraging you to post this on your Facebook wall so that other women or men in need can access that And I really want to reward that effort, people that are doing that. And I do have three Empowered Love uh, uh, e-courses, which are 10 complete self-help modules that are valued at $225 each. Uh, The draw for them is going to be in a week and a bit, and three people are going to be winning that by actually posting, uh, being in the draw by posting on their Facebook wall. So if you're not already uh, a subscriber to my newsletter, you can certainly do that by going uh, to my website, which is melanietoniaevans.com, and you'll find me, and you can subscribe to my newsletter. And also, too, uh, you know, please join me on Facebook if you haven't already, and you'll actually be able to see that promotion on my Facebook wall, which... It's the newsletter that's titled, When Does No Mean No? And this is really a broadcast that we need to spread worldwide so that especially women can really start to recognize boundaries, what they are. And, you know, in regard to boundaries, I wish I had known this information years ago. I mean, I wasn't meant to. It was part of my journey. But I would have saved myself years of pain and anguish and less than results if I'd, if I'd done that. So the difference between low boundary function and empowered boundary function <clears throat> excuse me, is totally astounding. And I cannot recommend it enough because boundaries are everything. And that's what this show is going to be about today. Now normally... Uh, Dale and I do these shows together. Now, he's had a work emergency, which he's had to go on to, and he'll, he is likely to be ringing in later. So we'll see how that goes, but also to where he was. He had quite poor reception. We spoke just before the share, show went to air. So we'll just play that one by ear. And if he doesn't come on, I'm going to have to ask myself the question, but he was going to ask me, but the information is still going to be the same. So it's all good. So the show that we're looking at today is about learning one of the most vital truths about manifestation, which is boundaries. So this show will explain to you how to define who you are and who you aren't with the use of boundaries. Because manifestation is all about being aligned with what you want to manifest. So you've got to be a match for it. 
So boundaries truly are everything in that respect. So you'll discover how until we're ready and willing to walk the truth that that's who we are, the universe cannot supply that this truth. So in this show, you'll learn more about boundaries and how to do them in order to manifest the truth that you wish to live. Now, a request that went out to this show was people could email in any questions that they had about this topic so that we can clarify them for you. And what was really interesting was uh, two of the uh, emails that did come in really did fit into the category of family. So what I decided to do with this show was to uh, create the, the boundary talk around family issues that people can struggle with because we, we know that it can be really difficult with family because sometimes we think, well, we can't walk away from our family. We can't divorce our family. We just have to cop what goes on in the family. And I know that this is a problem that a lot of people can have and it's problems that a lot of my clients have. Specifically, often it's to do with relationships and partners, but often family uh, is a big problem in there as well. So I'm just going to read out the first question that did come through in regard to this. And what we've got is we've got a question from Jennifer from uh, the Philippines. And she's been listening into the shows. And some of the questions that she had, which was uh, especially on when you said that when being around someone who has a narcissistic personality, if you can't have a good vibration around them, that they need to remove themselves from that environment. And that you and Dale said, I need to get myself out, I need to honour myself, and that it's not our job to change people. So what Jennifer has written is, what if you see and sense beloved and close immediate family members have strong narcissistic tendencies and issues which they cannot seem to or have difficulty facing or admitting? Now, just before I go on with that, well, people with narcissistic tendencies and issues don't face and don't admit them. Okay, and family members being affected by their behaviour. So leaving the family space is not easy. How can I cope with that? How can I help it? For instance, I sense a family member is not ready to say some stuff about themselves. And again, Jennifer, it's not about them facing stuff about themselves. It's about you getting it and you creating uh, your safety and your reality with the information that presents. So again, Mel, thanks very much for your openness and generosity and not tiring of answering concerns and questions despite receiving tons of them. Well, that's my job. That's what I love to do. So, so Jennifer, you'll be listening into this show and maybe that's live or maybe that's uh, in archive later, but really what we're going to be going through today is working with that and then there is um, a really important question about a child displaying narcissistic tendencies, which I'm going to get to at the end of the show and we're going to see how that works. Okay, so the really, the first question that Dale was going to ask, but I'm going to be Dale as well today, I can't sort of put on the husky voice, but I'll do my best. So uh, Dale, the, well the question is quite simply, what are boundaries? And the answer to that is, is they are the most important energetic statement that you can have as a being because boundaries define who you are and who you aren't. So it's like preferences, if you like. But let's say, for example, you like Thai food, but you don't like Chinese food. That defines you. Let's say you like cats, but you don't like dogs. That defines you. Now, what happens is when we do feel powerless and we're very affected by our environment and other people, we have very loose definitions of who we are. And really, who we are, first of all, is our preferences about who we are. And I don't know about some of you people listening in, but I used to be a very wishy-washy liberal girl, and I used to just go, well, you know, whatever you think, or where do you want to go for dinner? And, oh, whatever you'd like to do. What do you want to watch on TV? Whatever you like. So I really did not have any clear definitions or very few clear definitions of who I was and what I preferred and what my choices were in life. And that absolutely played out in the narcissistic relationship I had where I became boundaryless. So people with clear boundaries 
tend to have a stronger sense of identity and, and most definitely a much better self-esteem than people that don't have definitions of who they are and who they're not. So preferences will really extend into when we're talking about things like relationships and being safe and being healthy in love, preferences go further. They go into what will I tolerate and what won't I tolerate, what is my truth and what isn't my truth. And when we've been in disappointing relationships, what happens if we don't have clearly defined a clearly defined sense of self, we're going to end up tolerating a lot of things that are unhealthy and painful for us. And that was really the big thing that I wrote about in last week's newsletter was the very common uh, lack of definitions that can play out in relationships where people get very, very hurt hanging around in hope that someone is going to fix it for them rather than actually having a definition that they back about themselves. And I used to be one of those people and that's why I didn't get love right until I was in my 40s because of that. So why are boundaries so important? So I want you just to imagine for a moment that you are a container or a vessel if you like and everything exists out there. And imagine that your container or your vessel has got a wall. Now, your vibration is the attractor force of what you're going to draw into your life. Now, if you're con now everything's out there, the good, the bad, the indifferent. So if you were to imagine that you were out in Africa and you are in a tent that had holes in it that didn't have a sound perimeter, Anything, any wild beast can get in there and damage you. Now, it's the same in life. And, you know, this, this old sort of new age belief, which was, well, I'm just a good person. Nobody's going to hurt me because I'm just love and light. Well, I'm sorry, but that's really naive and it's really not healthy. So it's, it's actually very healthy to accept that everything is out there. And I'm not talking about living in fear. I'm just saying I accept there's good, there's bad, there's evil. It, it's all out there because we live in a physical plane of duality where we have to have dualities. It just is. So knowing that, we can start to understand that we are responsible for our perimeter. We are, the, we are us and we are the only person that can be responsible for that perimeter. Nobody else is responsible for it. When we were little kids, our parents were responsible for it. But when we're adults, we are responsible for it. Now, your energetic statement is what filters out into life. If you could imagine that hopefully there's only little holes in your enclosure around you rather than gaping big ones like the tent in Africa, that's when we've got really big problems. But your energy emanates out through your perimeter. Now, whatever your vibration is, is what you are going to draw from life. That's it. Now, we're human. So we're going to have a variety or a duality of emotional charges and beliefs on certain topics. And some of them are going to be really good. So let's just say you've always done friendships in a really easy way in your life. It's never been a problem. Or let's say work and career or making money has always been easy for you. Or maybe you're great at baking cakes. You have no charges of fear or doubt on that. It's just a natural thing you're good at. So there's always going to be things that we're just naturally good at. They're easy. We've got great beliefs and emotional charges connected with them, very, very positive ones. But we are also going to have beliefs and charges that are not so positive and they're going to be about fear or doubt or distrust or all sorts of things. Now, the life you're creating responds to your charges. So being human and, and maybe you haven't worked through all of your negative charges, we're not here to be perfect. But what happens is your negative charges are going to be emanating out through your perimeter and they're going to be drawing in the identical match for that. So let's say, you know, I'm fearful of men that lie and cheat. You are going to start attracting men that lie and cheat. It's, it's just the way the universal system works and manifestation works. You, the universe source, 
Life is totally unconditional. It says to you, I will give you what you want. And what you want is what you're emanating as a vibration. So I will give you you, without exception, every single time. Now, it's up to us then to have boundaries. Because if you've got patterns of past pain, you've got patterns of narcissistic individuals, people that push boundaries, uh, people that uh, lie, cheat, deceive, whatever it may be, you are going to attract that type of person into your life. Now, how you turn that all around is with your boundaries. So rather than just running straight headlong into that, uh, distrusting yourself, not looking at the warning signs or giving over your power in order to try and stay safe and not upset people and not have people uh, criticize you, abandon you or reject you means that you've got low boundary function, which is a really normal human thing to do, but not healthy. So if you hand your power over and don't set boundaries to change your vibration and your pattern, you are going to unconsciously keep living out more of the same damage. Now the only way you change that vibration is when your body, which is your emotional self, knows that you're looking after it. So as a matter of fact, nobody can come in from the outside and fix this for you because it just isn't authentic. The only way that you gain the self-esteem and the boundary on that particular topic is you start laying boundaries and then what happens, you know, let's say we've got that fear inside of cheating lying men as an example and they're the types of guys you've always had in your life. When you actually start laying a boundary to that, what's going to happen when, in other words, you start, you have done the research, you know your patterns, you know what you've been playing out, you've taken responsibility for it, and you know the warning signs. So you pick up on the warning signs, you ask the right questions, you know this person has got a history, you know they're not being accountable, you know something's not right, and then you say, I don't want to play with that because that's my old pattern, I'm laying a boundary, I'm walking away, retaining my self-esteem and my identity and I'm going to stay firm in that and I'm no longer going to break more holes in my boundaries by sustaining this sort of damage of my old pattern. Now when you do that, what happens is you get firmer, your self-esteem improves, you become more solid and eventually, or soon, if you get it really clearly, what happens is your vibration has changed. Your body says to yourself, you are so cool, you have kept me safe, I don't need to fear this anymore because you've got it. You, this is a really easy one for me now. Then what happens is no more of those types of people don't come into your life. You're not a vibration that attracts them anymore. So it's all to do with boundaries. It's just a really, really, really big thing. So that's why boundaries are so important. And in fact, they're vital because there's no other way to change your vibration other than to create the boundaries that you know you're safe and the fear goes. So I hope that makes sense because it's a very simple formula once you do understand it. So... How does judgment of life keep violating your boundaries? Now, I know I haven't specifically talked about family yet, but I'm going to get to that. Absolutely, I'm going to get to that. But all of this applies to all of it, but we're going to work into family soon. Now, judgment of life, and this is the normal human uh, way of looking at boundaries, is looking at bad behavior and violating behavior is we stand on the inside of our enclosure and we say, well, you know, people out there are horrible. How can they do that? Why do they do that? Um, this person made me feel this way, etc., etc. Now, any of those statements are really saying that you've got big holes in your boundaries because the truth of the matter is it's only happening to you if you allow it. Now, obviously, as children and in powerless situations, they're it can very much look like that we are powerless, that we're not allowing it, that there was nothing that we could do, that we were purely victims. Now, on a higher energetic reality, there actually is no victims and there is no villains. And that might sound like a really hard concept to swallow. But when you truly get that, 
and you know that your vibration was actually the creator of all of it. And people that know me and know my work know I don't just believe in this lifetime. I am thoroughly and absolutely convinced that what happens is our unresolved stuff that we've got fear and pain and bad boundary function on, we come in with that and we keep attracting the parents and the situations that keep playing out that pattern for us until we heal it and we create boundaries on it. And then we change the pattern. And often that can be generational patterns that have gone from mother to daughter and so on and so forth as examples. And it'll take somebody in the path of all of that to say, you know what, this is not going to be my reality anymore. I get to consciously choose my reality. And we do get to consciously choose our reality and create it. That That is 100%. So what happens is when we take responsibility and we say, nobody else can actually make me feel this. I choose to feel it. Because if we do have an abuser or a boundary pusher in our midst, what we can do is say, well, this isn't my reality. I can choose to feel my feelings and my feelings are going to be congruent with who I want to be and their opinion really doesn't matter. Or their behavior or their projection or what they're trying to do. And if it's really extreme, well, I'm not going to put myself in that situation. I will either have no contact or limited contact. Or I will lay an ultimate boundary which states, this is where I need you to be, this is what I need from you, and if that's not forthcoming, well then you go, okay, well I did the best I could. And that can sound like a really, really harsh thing to do. The family boundary thing is actually something that's quite close to my heart. I have a beautiful relationship with my father which is very, very healthy um, and very mutually and energetically beneficial now. Now, it wasn't that way. And when I went through my abuse situations within relationships and recovery from narcissistic abuse, etc., I came to a space with my father because I knew I needed to do this as a boundary and I put it on the line. And I said, Dad, this is how I need you to be. And if you're not, I will walk away for good. And I meant it. And I actually had no attachment to the outcome because I knew my biggest mission was to honor me. And everything else would come from that because when you understand the truth of energetic law, you know you are everything in your experience. Everything. Also, too, I'd been through an experience of having um, my boundaries so shattered and violated that I broke on every level, physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and my recovery of that meant I am never going to do that again. I'm not going to allow it. I'm going to protect myself and make that the biggest mission. So in that discussion with my father, there was no prescribing, there was no explaining, there was no saying you do this or you do that. It was just simply stating my truth. I need you to be a certain way for us to be in each other's lives. And it's your choice. And he came to me and he stepped up. And ever since, ever since, and that was years ago, we have had the most incredible, beautiful relationship. And my father respects me. He actually respects me more than he probably respects anybody because I'm probably the first person that ever actually walked that line with him. So it's a really... Um, it, and it didn't have to happen for me to be safe. It didn't, but it did happen. It was an added bonus of walking truth. So, actually, I think this might be Dale right now. We might just try and pick him up. Hello, is that you, Dale? Hello. Hello. Hello, is that you, Dale? Hello. Yes, <laughs> You're all good now. Sorry, guys, on night. <laughs> I had a bit of an emergency that I needed to attend to, but yeah, I finally got back home to the Yeah, to the I know. Line, so I explained that to the listeners. Okay. You're going to have to speak up. It's a little bit hard to hear you. So you're actually on a landline, yeah? Yeah, yeah okay, I'm sitting here. Okay, beautiful. Okay, I'll tell you where we were up to because you can take over the questions. I've been pretending to be you. I don't have the deep voice, unfortunately, but I could work on that. <laughs> okay. So I've been talking about the judgment of life and I actually think I've covered that. So actually I'll just sum that up. So to sum that up, 
this is about taking responsibility because when you are judging life and you're saying it is treating me badly, you're allowing it, you're not taking responsibility for it and that's a really powerless state because you've got to wait for life to change in order for you to feel happy, safe and fulfilled, which is completely self-defeating and it's not what boundaries are about. Boundaries are about I'm the creator of my truth and also, too, I bought this forward as a gift. You know, it really is quite a beautiful thing when you look at the higher perspective that people are coming along and pushing your boundaries and making you feel so uncomfortable and violated because they are teaching you to honor yourself. So it's all in perfect order in so many ways. So that's that one. So Dale, do you want to ask me the next question, and then of course you can, uh, you know, you, you can contribute some stuff to this too, because I know boundaries have been a big one for you as well as me. Yeah, absolutely. I suppose, and I hope you can hear me, okay? Are I you there? Can you hear me? What some of the listeners? Hello. Hello. We've lost Hello. him again. Goodness me. There's been a lot of rain out his way too and uh, for those people that aren't Australian, we just had the most incredible weather. We've had rain and deluge and floods and so you know, some of the reception's not good. So I'm just going to continue. Okay, so what are the most difficult of all boundaries to enforce and this is what we're going to be talking about with family. Boundaries are extremely difficult when we know that we need to create the truth of our life, but it may be in opposition to key people in our lives. Now, especially in a lot of European cultures, um, I very much find that there's a lot of family protocol, there's a lot of submission required, there's a lot of, uh, you know, you have to do what the family says. and. And you know, and, and I guess for uh, people that aren't in those heavily enforced family protocols, it can, it is a lot easier. But yet, I think women, especially, can really, really struggle with laying boundaries with family. So, family members and our children is a huge one. Laying boundaries with our children can be really hard for women. Men are much better at that. And of course, love partners. So. When it's people that are close to us, boundaries absolutely get blurry. They can get blurry, they can get tricky, and they can get very, very confusing. So there's many reasons why, and this is going to be, you know, Jennifer, you might really be able to relate to this, as I know a lot of this as well. There can be so many reasons that will hold us in the game that means that we're going to sacrifice our truth in order to retain people in our life, key people, often despite the pain, and these reasons can be need for approval is a big one. And it's a big, big one with men and women that, especially from our mums, our dads, our parental figures, we can have this sense of I'm trying to win their approval. Now, the old school um, philosophies were very, very much about with parents that they would treat us tough. They would, you know, give us sort of uh, tough treatment, which really uh, translated to us as I'm never good enough. It doesn't matter what I try to do, I'm not good enough. And that was like that old school mentality that they thought inspired us and actually it really didn't do our self-esteem any favours at all. So, and of course, we may have had abusive parents that were just unavailable to be present and give us love. And it's a really natural thing for a child to want love. So if we didn't get that love or that real support and encouragement and belief, which actually would have inspired us a lot better than the tough stuff, uh, we may be trying to win our parents' approval over and over and over and over again and even regret that we never got it when they passed away. So the big lesson in that is we've got to learn to approve of ourselves because they just may not have the resources. So wanting a parent's approval is no reason to be hanging in if there's abuse involved or if the parent's mining you and not taking responsibility and all of a sudden you find that you're the parent to that parent. And, and the reality is if it starts feeling uncomfortable and wrong and you're feeling violated and you're not valued or you're not having a say or... Uh, 
or you're continually getting put down even though you're 40 and 50 and it's still going on, you need to lay some boundaries. And really, you need to get to where I did, which is my vibration is the most important thing in my life and I'm going to honor it. Because when you honor you, life honors you. And if a proportion of life doesn't have the resources to honor you, well then it's going to break away. And it needs to because you are creating a life that honors you. Also too, and I certainly know in the situation with my father, I gave him an opportunity to amend behavior that he wasn't happy with, that didn't bring him any peace. And the win-win out of that is I've got a really safe, healthy father and he ended up getting a gorgeous connection with his daughter and can feel really whole in my presence and, and is a team with me. So the truth is the truth and the truth allows opportunities for people to step up and grow and heal as well as yourself. And whatever works out, comes out of that, is all in perfect and divine order no matter how it looks. But you've just got to know that and start walking it. Because when you start walking it, the results will be magical. So the people I work on with boundaries, with point of freedom healing, these people, within days of the shift of getting out of the fear of not laying the boundary and walking the boundary, have the most astounding, incredible results in their life that are win-win. And they could be things that they've been struggling with for decades. And it can happen so quickly when you get aligned. So the other reason is family pressures can be a big reason why it's very hard to stand up to family and lay boundaries because I need to be seen to be doing the right thing because the whole clan uh, could disapprove of what I'm doing. So there could be a fear, literally, of being cut out of the family or being judged by the family or um, backstabbed by the family. And the same thing applies with all of that, is that when you walk truth and you lose the attachment to, I'm worried what others think of me, what's important is what I think of me, then life starts reciprocating the approval and the support of you that you were never getting from those people. So the feelings of responsibility, duty, obligation, that's a big one for women. And I know a lot of women that say with their mothers and their mothers, you know, are, are victims or they're not taking responsibility and they're mining the resources of that daughter constantly and using her as their uh, crutch, if you like. But what's actually happening there, and I write about this in great detail in my How to Understand and Implement Healthy Boundaries e-book, which was, um, you know, also there was a special offer with that in my last newsletter, but it's a very important publication because you start to learn that by not putting boundaries down, you're not helping these people. You're actually enabling them to stay stuck, to not grow, to not take responsibility, which means that they're not increasing their levels of self-esteem and you're actually spiraling down into more and more helplessness because you're enabling it. And this is really important for our kids as well. You know, so anyone that has got the resources to actually step up and it's amazing what happens when people have to step up. They do to look after themselves. And if they don't, they don't. But generally, they will. But it's when people stop helping and fixing that they do it. So again, it's win-win. Boundaries always create the highest good for all concerned, always. So guilt is a big one that women have. And of course, that goes with the responsibility, the duty, the obligation stuff. Feeling guilty. I'll tell you that guilt is yourself. You know, I used to say it, I've heard so many women say it, he or she makes me feel guilty. No, they don't. You are choosing to feel guilty. And a lot of people can be really running internal programs where I'm only going to be loved if I'm giving of myself. So underneath that guilt is he or she is going to disapprove of me if I don't do that for them and therefore I'm going to be unlovable. That's what's underneath guilt when you get right down into the deep matrix of what's really going on. 
So these are all things that if you are struggling with the family dynamic and with boundaries that you really need to look at and you need to really assess what is great about our emotional body. It actually gives us all the information we need. It's just that then we take it up into our head and we rationalize and we justify and we think of the what ifs and and that's when we're out of alignment, not honoring ourselves. If it feels uncomfortable and not right, there's a reason. And the reason is you've had a security breach. You've had a boundary violation. So now you need to go, what is this about? I'm the person responsible for my boundary. And there's actually five clear, concise steps to laying boundaries, which I wrote about in that publication and they take a bit of time to go through and I don't have time to go through them in this show. But it really does bring you back into not judging, taking responsibility, understanding that this is about an opportunity to create boundaries in your life and to enforce them, which is going to change your whole life. And if you process it correctly and follow the steps, you are going to be able to set the boundaries that aren't just going to change that relationship with that particular person to they either step up or they move out, which is fine either way. That's meant to be. It doesn't only improve that, but what it does do is so many areas of your life start improving as well. So eventually we can actually look back at the biggest boundary pushes in our life and be very grateful for them helping us create boundaries because by doing that, our self-esteem improves and the really great thing about self-esteem, when you know that you can look after yourself in life and you can walk through life honoring yourself just calmly and clearly, which doesn't mean you're being a bitch or that you're high maintenance or that you're demanding, you just know your truth. People respect that. They actually don't resent it, beat it up, have a go at it and think you're any of those things. You start gaining masses of support and respect from life and other people because when you love, support and respect yourself, you're going to attract more of the same. That's just how the system works. So with women, we've had this horrible thing about, you know, if I start doing that, I'm going to lose so many people. They're not going to like me. They're going to think I'm demanding. They're going to think I'm selfish. They're going to think I'm wrong. And I really, really believe we've been brainwashed with so much of that stuff to keep us powerless and keep us handing everything over. And we all know the woman that does everything for everybody, who respects her? Nobody. What support does she get from life and other people? Nothing. And that's not the way it's meant to be. It's like plants and oxygen, you know, and, and carbon dioxide. It's all a cycle of giving and receiving and life is completely the same. We are meant to work like nature. We are meant to give and receive support, not be emptied out, powerless and without boundaries. So when we get into universal energy properly and start walking authenticity and being it and be prepared to back it, what happens is we feel safe because we know we're looking after ourselves. And then the really cool thing is we don't have all of these procrastinations and fears about getting out into life and doing what we want to do because of the what ifs and what if somebody disapproves and how am I going to assert myself here? And we start really feeling really free and inspirational and flowing. And I know before my journey with boundary stuff, there is no way I could have done what I do. I couldn't have got on radio. I couldn't have put myself out there. Not in a million years because I would have been so terrified about somebody lining me up and having a go at me. And the cool thing is now, I know that if that happened, I could easily not take it on board, do whatever I needed to do and keep my identity. And the irony is it just doesn't happen anymore. In my previous life, when I was fearful of getting violated, it used to happen constantly. And what I would do is I would shirk it or I'd react or I'd, or I'd spin out or I'd try and justify and explain and try and change somebody else's mind about me and I'd hand my power over constantly to it and it just kept going. And when I learned boundaries, it was so much about, okay, well, that's your opinion of me, that's fine. 
you're entitled to it, but I'm overland. So have a nice day. And it's a bit, and no charge, no nothing. Go and have a cup of coffee, get on with what I'm doing. In the past, before boundary and feeling safe and knowing my identity, I would have spun out for about a week over something like that. So this means that I can expand out into life, be me, do my mission and enjoy what I'm doing in life. Now coming from being a broken agrophobic that was nearly fearful of my own shadow that couldn't even step outside my front door, that is what boundaries do for you. And that's why I'm so passionate about them because that previous life without boundaries, I wasn't living. I was existing in constant fear and pain. Now I get to live. And I know life supports me because I support me. And that's how simple it is. So it's worth the work. It's worth the effort. And really, what else are you going to do? Because otherwise, we're a sitting duck saying, I can't feel happy unless so-and-so starts behaving better. Now, when you're stuck in that framework of powerless, what you're really saying is, I don't deserve good behavior. I can't look after myself to enforce good behavior. And I'm prepared to receive poor behavior. Now, the universal system, the manifestation mechanics, because you're participating in that vibration, is only ever going to give you more of the same. Nothing can change from that place ever. And I've never in my whole self-improvement, self-development, personal journey, journey with friends, journey with literally hundreds if not thousands of people that I've dealt with now, I have never seen that formula ever work because it can't. It's a, it's a vibrational energetic impossibility. So something's got to change if you want to change the way you're feeling about yourself. So if we were to look at a deeper truth of boundaries, Boundaries is never about changing anybody else so that you may be happy because you have no power over anybody else ever. You don't. Okay, they're going to make their own choices and decisions based on their model of the world, their beliefs and what they are or aren't inspired to do. And really, you can only assume what they may do. They're going to do whatever they're going to do. There's a very healthy saying in life and it's a really healthy acceptance. People are going to do whatever they're going to do. Accept it. It makes it much easier. So boundaries are not about changing anybody. They're about honoring yourself because that changes your experience. Maybe not with that person, but it will bring into your life what it is that you truly want. The truth is, and especially in family situations or with people that you would love it would to work out. The truth is, it may not. And like with my father, if he wasn't willing to step up, I meant what I meant. That was it. And you need to not have a requirement for anybody else's behaviour to change as a result of laying boundaries. No requirement. They either will or they won't. And I'll assess who I am in relation to that. That's it. Because if you do have this expectation need, and I know I used to do it in my past when I was more powerless, I used to lay boundaries as a tool to get other people to do things. Now the interesting thing about that was it actually never worked. From that space, it never worked. Because if you have a need, I need that, I'm going to lay this boundary because I need them to change. If you've got an energetic need, you are missing the point of boundaries. The point of boundaries is I have the ability to create my truth and feel whole, happy and full regardless of what any other specific person is or isn't doing. So that in a nutshell is the remedy to codependency. And our whole society has created us as codependents. We've all been pulled out of our power centre to look to life on the outside to give us ourselves. Everybody in modern society is codependent. You would have to go to tribal societies to find somebody who's not, who's been brought up with completely different philosophies. So that is the way you get out of codependency and codependency and boundary function go hand in glove. They're the same thing. So in fact, to expect another person to change, to make you happy, is controlling. 
It's egoic, it's controlling. Because given their model of the world, their behavior may be right for them. And it is actually right considering where they are in their journey. Because wherever they are in their journey, it is in perfect and divine order. And I know when I was in the narcissistic relationship, I was being just as controlling as the narcissist. I was trying to change his behavior, which worked for him. He got tons of narcissistic supply. It was his model of the world. He had no desire to change. And I literally had no right to try and force him to change. And I had no right to change anybody. The only right I have is to make my own choices and decisions and alignment for myself. And when you get that, you stop trying to change people. And then you don't have to change people. The people that come into your life are a match for you and it works. There's nothing to fix. So on the other hand, they may change. But this is something they have done by choice in order to meet your vibrational truth. And that's what my dad did. But this can only happen if you don't need it to. Because if you need it, you are not authentically in your truth. Because what you're saying is an energetic statement, I am not this thing I wish to be. I need you to provide it for me. So if you are integrity, if you are support and love, which means that you lay boundaries, you actually don't need anybody else to do anything because you already are what you need. Then the incredible dichotomy of life. Life's really funny. And when you break it down, it's actually quite laughable because the complete irony is, is when you don't need it, you get it. And why you get it energetically is because you are it and whatever you are, you attract. So it's like we have to turn our normal human codependent concepts, we've got to turn them 180 degrees and look at it completely differently. So boundaries are really about being willing to lose it all to get it all. Boundaries are a make or break deal and there can't be any attachment to the outcome. The outcome will be whatever it needs to be and whatever that is, is going to be perfect for all involved and absolutely is perfect for you because you get to walk truth, which means you will attract and create more of the same. So obviously boundaries mean you've got to be willing to lose it all to get it all, which means that you've got to be willing to go, I'm going to let go and I'm going to be with myself. And in order to do that, you may need to work on codependencies. You may need to work on how to be confident and irresistible and how to feel yourself and how to have a life and how to be connected to source and how to be love and all of those things because when you're being love, you actually don't need it and then you start attracting it, genuine love. And how do we become love? By filling ourselves with self-esteem, knowing we're a vibrational being, loving, supporting and caring for ourselves. And knowing we are all that we need, ultimate realities are really, really helpful in that way. And I so know the difference. I came from a previous life of feeling so empty and so flat and lonely and distressed and so much in uh, self-loathing that I know what it's like to be there and I know the difference when you work on yourself and when you get it right, it's... uh, Just incredible because it's nobody's job. It's your job. So obviously it's very important to know who you are. Now you may not feel like who you are, that you know, that big strong who you are now. And I certainly didn't. But you've got to start establishing it and you've got to start working out who you are, what are your preferences, what is your reality, what will you participate in, what won't you participate in, what boundaries are you going to start laying because it's a little bit like gym. You know, you're going to get the body you want after going there for six months. Boundaries and who you are are the same. You actually get to create it because you're creating your reality and who you are every second of the day and generally that's through your boundaries. And once you start supplying boundaries, you're going to get into the knowing that you actually do deserve it. So it can be really hard to hear, but our family is everything and everyone at a true energetic level, you are connected to all that is. So on a human level, of course, we play out clans and families and genetics and all that sort of thing. But on the bigger picture level, we're all family. We're all vibrationally connected. 
So your family does not have to be your genetic family. And if you are really walking and honoring truth and boundaries, then you know that to be true because you are here to honor your vibration and walk truth. And that's how you serve life and others in truthful ways. Anything else is you're living an illusion. And illusions don't hold, illusions are disappointing, and illusions are ultimately very, very painful. They don't work. And if everybody walked truth and knew themselves as source and their own fullness, we would not have the world that we have today. So it all starts with one person, and that person can be you. So in reality, what you want to attract and create in your life is genuine love, support, and integrity. And that's it. And the facts are that you may not receive these specifically from people that you would like to receive these from. And if you hang on, it is fruitless to expect people to be this way if they simply don't have the resources or the desire to be like that for you. And then you lose you. So not only are you assessing that they're operating unconsciously, you get dragged in and you become unconscious. And then other people around you become unconscious and so on and so forth and so on. So this is about you remaining conscious and creating environments that are conscious. And then more and more unconscious people will actually step up and join that type of consciousness. And that's what boundaries are about. So certainly there are people in our life that don't have the resources And you may find that once you've let go of the need to have them be a certain way and take responsibility for your emotions, that their behavior, sorry, once you do take responsibility for your own emotions and you can accept that's just their way, that's what, who they are. It's not personal. And you may be able to do it as water off a duck's back. There's a key person in my life that uh, is a family member that, I don't agree with their philosophies. I don't agree with the way they treat people, etc., etc. However, when I do have limited contact with that person, what I do is I just allow. That's just their way. I don't take it on. I don't take it on board. And I just go about doing what I'm doing in that environment, enjoying myself. And it just doesn't gravitate towards me and it doesn't uh, affect me. If I tap into it and I start judging it and I give it uh, energy, absolutely it does. So you may discover that once you stop taking it on and you just go, well, that's just their way. It's not personal. It's just who they are. You know, and you have no charge on it, you may be able to tolerate these people in, in limited contact. Obviously, abuse is abuse. So if they're lining you up, if they're mining you, if they're expecting you, making demands, being forceful, well, then you need to lay a boundary. But if it's just their general demeanor and behavior, that really is not violating your day-to-day life. Tune out. Just let them be whoever they need to be. That's okay because it doesn't need to change the way you feel about life for yourself. So... Really, the boundary thing, I hope that helped out with that. And what I really did want to discuss with the remaining few minutes, I'll probably cut it a bit short, is I did have a question from a lady in the US called Mary. And to sum up her question, it was about having um, a child, uh, her little girl displays narcissistic tendencies, uh, and she co-parents with an ex-narcissistic parent. And, yeah, and she's at her wit's end because this child can be abusive and exploitative and um, mining and manipulative. So, and okay, so look, I'm just going to shorten this the best that I can and get it out in the next few minutes. But really, what this is about, this is about very firm boundaries. And this child is only young, she's under the age of nine, there's a really good chance that you may be able to uh, increase those neuro pathways that are going to create her not as a narcissist. So, boundaries are very important. So, the simple answer to that is, any of that behaviour really needs to be met with boundaries. And the boundaries are, is saying to her, you don't, and, and displaying it through action and very simple words, you don't get my attention, you don't get what you want when you act like that. So it's time out until you're going to be pleasant. And also too, it's like, okay, well, if you have another tantrum, well then, uh, I'm sorry, but you know, this is not going to be your privilege this week. You don't have your PlayStation this week. That's okay. So... 
you need to be, for Anne and for other people in the situation, and I know a lot of women, and I've worked with a lot of women energetically on this, get out of the guilt, get out of, you know, the pain and the stuff that she might be experiencing with her father and stop trying to fix her and play safer and overcompensate for it because she needs a parent that is going to parent with good, healthy boundaries. And those boundaries are ignoring her, not giving her energy while she's going to be like that. So after I got out of my narcissistic relationship, my son played a lot of tendencies and he used to be quite abusive. And what would turn out is I'd say, okay, Zach, the answer is no. Um, <clears throat> you don't get my energy or attention until you're nice. I wouldn't prescribe. I wouldn't lecture. I wouldn't argue. I learned how not to. I just got on with what I was doing, enjoyed what I was doing, no matter what his behavior was. And he learned very, very quickly that to relate to me, to have me, uh, and what he wanted from me, he had to be respectful and decent. And it works powerfully. So, you know, Anne, if uh, you need any more with that, please uh, email me and I can discuss a few things further and also any other ladies out there that are dealing with that because I, I know it's horrible. It's really uh, not a nice thing to go to. But the boundaries are very, very important and you need to get past the guilt and the feeling sorry for them and the, the worst thing we can do with our kids is sit down and prescribe and explain and justify. Their eyes glaze over, they switch off. It never works. It never worked for us. It's clear, simple boundaries. The less said, the better. And then retain your energy. Get on with what you're doing and don't... And this is very much thinking about narcissistic behavior. It's about mining and taking energy and getting supply. Cut off the supply. Because when you cut off Children that could develop as narcissists, when you cut off supply and you don't hand it out, they have got to get their own resources and they start resolving their emotional intelligence and creating it within themselves. And that's what's got to happen to not be narcissistic. Otherwise, they are always going to mine and take energy and demand it and that's going to be how they establish themselves, which is so unhealthy and incredibly difficult to reverse if they're still doing it as an adult. In fact, impossible to reverse, I believe. So get on to that, Anne, and do it. And uh, you may only have to go through a week of tantrums, but you'll see a response happening very, very quickly. So I hope that's helped. I've really enjoyed doing this show. I'm sorry, Dale couldn't be on. It means I've done a lot of talking. But um, you can always give feedback to these shows if you like and email me in with any questions. And also, too, please go on to uh, Facebook. Pick me up in Facebook. You can find me through the website if you're not there. Get involved in that promotion, in passing on that boundary information. You'll see it there on um, either my fan page or my home page or my Narcissistic Abuse Recovery page. Pass it on to women and be... Be a woman that helps other women and um, I'd love you to get involved. And I think it's great for all of us because the more we help others, the more we help ourselves. So lots of love and I'll be talking to you next week. Bye-bye.